Inside ADHD is ADHD Family's official podcast that provides parents with current research about ADHD and strategies for helping their children. ADHDfamilies.ca is a resource website for parents of children who have ADHD. All of the resources have been evaluated by experts in the field of ADHD so parents can feel confident that they are receiving trustworthy information. For more information, visit ADHDfamilies.ca, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. If you have a specific ADHD topic that you would like to hear about on our podcast, please send your suggestions to ADHDfamilies at canlearnsociety.ca. Welcome to Inside ADHD, the official podcast for ADHDfamilies.ca. My name is Krista Forand and I'm a registered psychologist at the CanLearn Society in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And I'm also a team member for ADHDfamilies.ca. And today's topic, we're going to talk about ADHD and sleep. So first we're going to talk a little bit about the sleep difficulties that people with ADHD often have. And then I'll share some strategies that may be helpful for you or your child to to help improve sleep. So first I wanted to say that even though sleep difficulties are not officially part of the diagnostic criteria for ADHD, they are often experienced by children and adults with ADHD. And they can cause issues with day-to-day functioning. So when we talk about sleep sleep difficulties, we mean specifically trouble falling asleep in a reasonable amount of time, staying asleep throughout the night, and difficulty waking up in the morning. And many of my clients share with me that they have more energy and alertness as the evening progresses, and it's very difficult for them to shut down their minds at night. Another reason why sleep may be difficult for those with ADHD is that it's boring. It's not very stimulating for them to just lay in bed and try and fall asleep. So many individuals will report that their minds are very active at night with different thoughts and ideas and they have a really hard time sort of shutting it down and calming the mind. The problem with sleep difficulties, uh, particularly for people with ADHD, is that significant levels of sleep deprivation, or what we call poor sleep, can make ADHD symptoms worse. So while the ability to concentrate is certainly affected, lack of sleep can also make it harder for us to effectively manage frustrations throughout the day and our more intense emotional reactions to things. So when we're extremely tired, we may be more likely to react to things inappropriately, which then lead to negative consequences for ourselves and others. So for example, a child who has ADHD and is also very sleep deprived may react more strongly to a negative comment from a classmate and perhaps they would be more impulsive and push the classmate or hit them 
rather than making a better choice to say just ignore the classmate, walk away, or ask for help from an adult. It's also important to understand as well that stimulant medication for treating ADHD may not always be the main cause of sleep difficulties. We know from research that in general, individuals with ADHD have higher incidences of sleep-related challenges or disorders, including delayed sleep phase syndrome, which is basically a delay in the body's natural rhythm to tell you that it's a good time to go to sleep. Mostly, we get that in the evening. Uh, restless leg syndrome and sleep apnea. So individuals with ADHD have higher incidences of those disorders as compared to the general population. Some individuals with ADHD have reported that they actually fall asleep more easily when their stimulant medication wears off later into the evening or when they have a cup of coffee before going to bed. So the likely explanation for this somewhat surprising effect is that the stimulants actually allow the person with ADHD to be more successful at following their bedtime routine because they're more focused, which then helps them to wind down more easily, and once they're in bed, they are better able to fall asleep because the stimulants have calmed and quieted their mind. Now that we've sort of talked about sleep difficulties with ADHD, I do want to talk a bit more about some strategies that you can use either for yourself or for your child to help improve sleep. So the best thing you can do for yourself or your child is to be consistent with bedtime routines and engage only in behaviors that are conducive to falling asleep. So these things include the following. Use the bed for sleeping only. It's best to associate the bed only with sleep, not watching television or doing homework or texting friends or playing video games. Sleep only. If you or your child lays in bed for more than about 20 minutes or so without falling asleep, you should move to a different location calmly and quietly, perhaps a comfortable chair in the same room, for a few minutes and then try going back to bed when you start to have a feeling of tiredness again. Sometimes if people struggle with a busy mind when trying to fall asleep, reading a book or listening to an audiobook can help, as long as the story is not too engaging or exciting. You can sort of experiment with these and see which help for you or your child. Make sure the bedroom is free from electronic devices, bright lights, and other distracting objects. So for children, certain toys may not be allowed in the room. Uh, some people will need the room to be very quiet, while others with ADHD need to have noise in the background like a, a white noise machine or having a fan running. So this is again where you can experiment a little with what works best for you or your child. Also, it's a really good idea to stop using electronic devices at least an hour before bedtime, as the blue light that they admit tricks your body into thinking that it's still daytime, and then it's a lot more difficult to fall asleep. For children, it's recommended to have specific routines, so preferably written on a visible checklist that they can uh, refer to and parents can remind their children to refer to, and that this routine is done at the same time every evening and in the same order. So that this sequence of actions as part of the routine will remind the body and the mind that it's getting ready for sleep. 
And so for children who have difficulty complying with bedtime routines where there might be some behavioral issues, parents may need to consider implementing things like positive reinforcement system when their child successfully completes the bedtime routine. So they, maybe they earn stickers or stars on a chart that lead to a larger reward later. Make sure that you or your child engage in regular physical activity as exercise can definitely help with making sleep a lot easier to happen. You also want to watch what you eat before you go to bed. So some people or some children may need a small snack while for others food really keeps them awake at night. So be aware about how food affects your body, your child's body, and make choices that give you the best scenario for falling asleep when it comes to food. If, if you or your child are taking stimulant medication for ADHD and sleep difficulties have significantly increased from what you know is your typical baseline of difficulties ex with sleeping, then it probably would be a good idea to speak with the physician who's prescribing that medication to make sure that the dose is not too high. However, keep in mind about what I mentioned earlier, that having the stimulant medication in your system later into the evening may actually help with getting to bed and keeping the mind calm enough to fall asleep. So I encourage you to talk to your family doctor about both of those possibilities. Whether medication is helping or hindering sleep. Some people who have significant sleep challenges may also need to speak with their family physician about other medical treatment options or getting a referral to a sleep clinic to further determine what type of sleep problem they're actually dealing with and how they might be able to manage it. So for example, if it's discovered that a child with ADHD also has obstructive sleep apnea, they can then use the CPAP machine, the continuous positive airway pressure machine, to help with the breathing during the night. So there's just some strategies that you can try out. Um, I hope that you're able to pick one or two things, find ways to um, improve your sleep routine for yourself or your child. If you want more information about ADHD and sleep, you can visit the ADHDfamilies.ca website and search sleep in the search box on the home page to find out more information. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Inside ADHD, the official podcast for ADHDfamilies.ca. For more information about ADHD and how to help your child, visit ADHDfamilies.ca, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. If you have a specific ADHD topic that you would like to hear about on our podcast, please send your suggestions to ADHDfamilies at canlearnsociety.ca